What's up, everybody? It's your boy. How's it going? How's everybody doing? Man, I want to apologize for getting so late back to everybody. You know, I took the weekend off, you know, enjoyed some time with my family and uh, hung out at the hospital with my wife and everything and, you know, made sure everything was good there. And now it's, you know, back to reality. And Mondays are just rough, man. You know, it's... um. It's hard being a single dad out there, folks. I mean, what can I say, you know? I mean, geez. <laughs> Shout out to all the single parents that are out there getting after it. I mean, because this stuff is tough, man. It's a 100% um, underrated pursuit. I mean, I, at least I think it is. I could be wrong in, in thinking that it's it's underrated, but I don't know. That's how I see it, at least, uh, you know, for right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. But anyway, man, I, you know, I just, um, I just started to do, well, all right, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I did not purchase this. I, uh, may or may not have gotten a version of Forza Horizon 4 from a couple of, uh, less than ideal characters and uh i'm installing it on my computer right now and so i'm uh, i'm very excited about it um cuz i love forza horizon and i haven't played since forza horizon 2 so i'm totally looking forward to this once this gets done extracting and installing um but you know the real thing that this this got me around to was man i just i love me and and I always have, I don't know, you know, why I'm like this, but dude, I do love video games, man. I love playing video games. It's like one of the only things that I've really felt, you know, good, good about, like, uh, I felt like confident, like in my skills, you know, is I've always been pretty good at playing video games, you know, and it, like depending on what it is, like I've, I've always had a certain skill with it. I've just been able to pick it up easy, you know, it's like one of those things like natural, like easy, natural skills, you know, you just always have, well, mine has been, you know, certain video games, you know, like I love driving games and I love 2k and Eh, maybe maybe not Madden. Didn't like Madden as much, but I loved 2K. FIFA, I loved FIFA. You know, just you know, whatever. You know, that's beside the point, though. But, you know, right now, I'm... Oh, my gosh. Right now, you know, I'm waiting for this game to install, man. It just makes me think back about all the classics, dude, that I used to play. Like, I've always said, like, from the beginning, you know, like, my favorite game has always been, and I think what my favorite game will always be the very first uh, Fable game. And um, I don't really know why. Well, yeah, actually, I do. I do know why it's my favorite, because it was like I was... I think that I was probably in, like, the 7th or the 8th grade, maybe. the f uh, Yeah, maybe the first time that I played it and it was at my one of my buddies like my best friend um he had it he actually borrowed it from somebody and I remember I could even tell you what he was doing man he was looking for the frying pan 
Um, and you know, those of you who don't know, it's, I mean, obviously it's totally cool. You got to play the game to under the first game to understand, but it's, it was basically just, there were, there were various, like there were treasure clues all throughout the game that you could find six treasure clues that would, that would lead you on the, the path to a, uh, to an item that you could use as a super powerful weapon. Now, when I say that, I mean, like it was not very powerful in itself. You had to find all the clues and then you had to augment it with all the other, you know, like special skills, characteristics, and then it could become super powerful. So anyway, that's what my buddy was looking for. And at the time, I remember the first time I saw it and a lot of people feel like I get this feeling a lot when I see certain things, you know, the feeling it's like, something just strikes you like a work of art, a landscape. Some people feel for architecture or, you know, I don't know, name your thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know other, other things to describe. You just see something and you're like, man, like, holy shit, that looks good. Like that is gorgeous. That is amazing to look at. And it just gives you, it's like that feeling of you're seeing something that's new and it's not really that it's overwhelming, but it's just like, I, this exists? Like, you get that kind of feeling like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is, this is real. This is something, this is something that exists, you know? That was how I felt watching my buddy play that game. And so I knew I had to get it. And, but, you know, I'm a kid. I'm in this, like I said, seventh or eighth grade, you know? I'm number one being in the seventh or eighth grade, you know, it's an M-rated game. You got to be 17 to buy an M-rated game. I'm a long way away from 17, you know, in the seventh grade, eighth grade, whatever it is, you know, I'm 12, 13 years old. That's a long way away. So number one, I'm I'm going to have to get help to get it. And number two, I'm not working. I don't have, it's not like I got a job, like I'm going to get money, you know what I'm saying? Like to go do this, like what am I save birthday money or Christmas money or something? But, you know, I just, uh, I can't remember. Oh, it was Christmas. No, 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 no. It was totally, it was totally Christmas. It had already won game of the year. I know that for sure. Uh, Cause I think it was, I think it was 06 game of the year, 05 or 06 game of the year. And um, I had the game of the year edition my mom bought it for me for Christmas and we actually, I saw it, we were walking. I had forgot, I'd given up on getting it for, like at, at any point I'd given up on it altogether. And, um, we were walking through Sam's club and I saw it cause Sam's club was really weird in the fact that in the middle of their store, they had books, CDs, movies and video games and I saw it there in like one of those like you know thick like uh the plastic like alpha um alpha key um you know uh cases and I picked it up and I was like hey mom I would like I want this for Christmas like could if you could you get this for me as a Christmas gift and she's like well, I mean, you would already know what it is, you know? And I mean, even if I buy it for you right now, it's, 
it's you for Christmas. And I mean, this was a, I think this might've been in October when we came across it, but I was willing to sit on it. I was willing to wait for it, you know, because I wanted it that bad. That was how, how hooked in I was. And man, I remember playing it when I was a kid, when I got it, I remember exactly what happened. So my parents were, my parents have been divorced since 01. So obviously my parents were split up. I was at my mom's house when I, when I opened it up, I already have the original Xbox, you know, so I, I throw it in my original Xbox, I'm going hard in the paint, playing this game. And I got through the very first part, the intro, when you're a little kid and you're running around collecting money to try to buy your sister uh, a box of chocolates for her birthday. And it was the, the raid, the raid on Oakville. That's the very first, the very first thing. That was my introduction to the darkness of the game was the raid on Oakville. I go around, I get these chocolates and I get these money to get these chocolates, go give it to her. Boom. Bandits show up, killing people, setting the whole place on fire. They kill your family. Or so you think they kill your whole family and boom, that's how the game starts. And then I had to actually quit playing so that we could go to my grandma and grandpa's to watch or to for their other Christmas stuff. But I mean, like, think about that in itself. I mean, I just went through a really long drawn out speech about some shit that you probably don't want to hear, but that's my, I, that's the memory that I have for it. I, that I can tell you the first time I saw it. I can tell you where I was the first time I saw it. I can give you the address where I was the first time that I saw it. I can tell you where I was the first time I saw a copy of it in a store that I thought I could get. Like I thought that somebody could buy for me because, again, I was a kid. And then, obviously, Christmas Day is an easy day to remember, but um, Christmas Day, I, I, I remember exactly where I was what I was doing. I remember those first moments of the game getting kicked off, all that stuff. That's just my memory of the event because it's, it sticks out. It's, it has some level of importance to me, which it might seem dumb to people because it's just a video game at the end of the day. You know, it, it is, it's just a video game. Um, and you know you can you can look at it either way. Um, the fact that it's a video game and that's dumb, or the fact that you could look at you could look at video games for what they are, this ultimate collaboration of of artwork. It's 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 artwork. If you think that movies are artwork, if you think that mu- like making movies is art, if you think that making music is art, books are art, physical paintings, sculptures pottery all that stuff if you think that is art video games are art it just takes more people to get involved in it it's like you're making it's like making a movie that's what video games are people don't understand you know people always thought back in the day since we've had movies there have been people that have watched movies and thought oh my gosh wouldn't it, it would just be so cool to live that to be to be in that experience to experience that to be a part of that to to make my own actions through that and and stuff and you're telling me that's not what a video game is that's our opportunity 
The only difference is that you got to be involved in the making of the video game. You got to write your own story. You got to be involved in the production, so to speak, because you're part of the finished product. And it's unique for everybody. Their experience is, is, is all unique. But that's what a video game is. It's an interactive movie. And how's, that's, and that's, that's art. That's, it's so fun to be a part of that, to be able to get in on that. And games like, games like Fable, games like El, any of the Elder Scrolls games, um, any of the games like um, Mass Effect, and I mean, but really, though, seriously, the Elder Scrolls, and, well, the Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and Fable totally changed the game. Now, the big thing about, the big thing about Fable is that Fable was the first game where your actions impacted the way that the world looked at you. Because you could get, you you gained good points or evil points depending on the actions that you took throughout the game. You know, you kill a bandit, you kill a demon, you kill a a, yeah, a hob, or which is basically a goblin. You kill those these little, all all these various creatures that we would rec- normally deem to be bad. You get good points, and you get enough good points, people start to love you. Literally, they like you. They want to be around you. They cheer when you walk by. You know, when they see you coming, they shout your name. When they see you coming, they clap for you. Or if, you know, some men and women, because there are gay people in the game, actually fall in love with you and want to marry you. And you can marry them. Or, obviously, the backside to that is if you are walking around and you're killing regular citizens, or you're killing guards, or you're stealing, or you're breaking into places, hashtag B&E. That kind of stuff you get evil points for. And people don't like that. People, they see you coming and they'll boo. Or they'll act like they're throwing stuff at you. And they'll hate you. They'll talk shit about you, like right to your face. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually, if you get so evil, you'll start growing horns and shit. And when you're good, you get to the point when you're you're so good that you will... Um, Actually, you'll get like a halo and it'll like spin over your head and you'll have like butterflies and stuff going around you. But the way that it impacts your environment, that is what is important. That was what was a first for people is that this changed the way that that people saw you. People inside the game saw you. And so that's that's the crazy that that's the crazy part. That's the crazy thing. It's the first one to do that. And because, uh, uh, hang on, what was it? Yeah, Oblivion. Oblivion was kind of like that. Well, not really so much Oblivion, but Fallout was, was like that, especially Fallout 3. When Fallout 3 came out, it was like that too. But guess what? Fallout 3 came out a year after Fable did. So Fable got to it ahead of time. It was the first, man. And it was such a huge experience to like be a part of something like that. And when I say be a part of it is to interact with it because you're a part of history. Being involved in that, being the first level, the first wave of emotion for that. 
I mean, that's huge. And we, you know, you, you can't take that stuff for granted. You're a part of history. It was the first time. It was the first experience. Something like that had ever been done. And that's, again, that's part of one of the reasons that it's my favorite is because it's, it was the first one, one of the first ones to do it. And that's so cool. How could you, how could you not like something like that? And so all things considered, the storyline, the interaction in the game, all the different variables, all the different things that you can do, all the different reactions and the paths that you can take from start to finish to get the completion, all the options, it, I mean, it's, it was, how, how could I have not liked it? It was, it was the shit. I don't know. Just in my mind, maybe, maybe it's dumb. You I I could understand it both ways. I guess I'll put it like that. To why would you want to be so, or why would you be so involved and so engaged in something like that? But I don't know, man. It's just it, it's an escape. You know, you get engaged in it for the same reason that people drink or the people do drugs or that people are obsessed with music or or movies or or books or whatever. It's it's an escape. It's an escape from reality. It's it's a break from the real world. You know? And it's to each his own, obviously. It's not the same thing for everybody, you know? It, it doesn't... Some people don't like it at all. Some people want to be engaged in real life. And I, you know what? I feel like I am. You know, I have to be. You know, I got a, I got a job. I got two kids. I got bills to pay, man. But... And, you know, the, the, the greatest breaks from life that I have are when I'm sitting with my girls on the couch and, like, I'm, we're playing... Or we're bullshitting around or doing puzzles or we're coloring or, you know, we're we're playing with the little dot markers or jumping on their little trampolines and stuff. You know, that's those are the best escapes that I've got. But this is this is cool, too, man. This is what this is cool, too. This is fun. And this is the, the only thing that I knew before them was this because, I mean, all right, look, make, let's not make any mistakes about it here. It's, don't get it, you know, tangled and twisted. I don't, you know, I like smoking weed, but, you know, I don't like a lot of other drugs or anything, you know. Like, I've tried a lot of stuff here and there, and I think that there's pros and cons to everything, you know. I can't wait till weed's legal, and, you know, federally, so that I can, uh, I can uh, hashtag blaze it. But, you know... I live every single day without it, and I have lived every single day without it for over four years, you know? And so it's, you know, not the end of the world to not do it. And I don't really drink or anything like that. And, you know, I love music and movies, but it doesn't do the same thing for me that, you know, hanging out with my kids does or, like, you know, playing a video game or something does. And obviously, you know... A lot of people look at playing games as being a solo pursuit and it's something that you disconnect from everything around you to be involved in. But that's not the case either because of because of a multiplayer and online, you know? I've met so many cool people playing online games, people that I've never met before, you know? I mean, like seriously, people that I, I, I have never met in real life, um people that uh, I never will meet, you know, it just, you know, 
but you you engage you are you are present in some form or fashion you know you're not totally disconnected from everything just because you're playing the video game you could choose to be like that but this idea that if you want to get in, involved in something like that and that's how you want to spend your time and have fun that you're going to just be some kind of a weird you know recluse or you know something like that like come that's come on man that's a bad joke well well like what is this like 1995 or something people are worried about super nintendo taking over their kids lives or some shit like come on man it doesn't work that way you know we're we're smarter than that we're better than that you know blah 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 <laughs> all all the above whatever you want to say but yeah i don't know I just, um, I, I am excited to play this. I was excited when I started downloading it and it just got me, I guess nostalgic is the way that you could put it. The, the word, that's the word that I would use is it, it's nostalgic is it makes me think back like about the first time that I ever played Fable. It makes me, uh, it makes me think further back than that about all the good times that I had playing Super Nintendo with my buddy JC I mean, man, he would come over when we were kids, and I'm talking like elementary school, like little kids. He would come over, and we would play Mario Kart late into the night. Like, I'm talking, we'd be up 2, 3 in the morning playing Mario Kart. And I mean, we'd be doing the little Mario Kart battles where you just, you're driving around, and you're just launching items at each other. You're collecting the little mystery boxes, and you're you're shooting off... Uh, you know, triple uh, green shells or triple red shells, or you're you're launching bananas and stuff everywhere. And I mean, we would just be rolling, just cracking up. I mean, crying that we were laughing so hard doing that, playing that stuff. Or I remember, like, you know, one of the first cool games that I ever fell in love with, man. Um, Lord of the Rings, uh, the Two Towers on PlayStation Two, one of the coolest games ever man was so fun to play i was so so balls deep into that game i remember playing that for the first time my neighbor who lived uh caddy corner you know so not across so across the street from me and across like directly out of my front door across the street and then to the left across the street from those people caddy corner to our house bought me that game for my birthday and i mean i was a again i was a kid it was a t-rated game and he bought me that oh old, old buddy he was he was like best friends with my parents you know uh i was i was friends with his daughter um fucking the uh the kowalics man polish immigrants and he had a ps2 and he loved playing video games man and there's others, like I could always throw out, like everybody knows what Halo is. I could obviously throw out a, a, a Halo because everybody, everybody knows that. Everybody knows how big of a deal it is. But Halo was cool, but I was never really involved with Halo like that until Halo 3. It wasn't part of my video game upbringing, so to speak. But Super Mario, Mario Kart, Fable, uh, you know, I mean, there's others. You know, there's a, there's a lot of others. Mortal Kombat, like, duh, Mortal Kombat, come on, man. Some of the classics that I first got involved in, I mean, like uh, Clay Fighter, 
people clay fighter is one of the most underrated games ever it was like my mortal Kombat before i really understood mortal Kombat and how to do the moves and the in the and the combos and stuff i mean it was it was a, a next level game and it was hard as shit bro and even before that, playing the original Mario on Nintendo, the original Nintendo Entertainment System that my uncle Jamie had uh, had bought when he was in the Navy and then left it at my grandma and grandpa's house. And that's where I used to play that and, and Duck Hunt and this little cheap Tom Sawyer game. And, and oh my God, like video gaming for me goes way back, bro. It goes way back to the classics. Pokemon, man. I still, I never gave up on Pokemon. You know, people talk shit about it. People went through phases like, you know, you're a part of the, if you were a part of the original 150, if you knew what it was like to be around for the original 150, like we went through a phase where like around like Gen 3, Pokemon got uncool. For like a while, Pokemon was uncool for a lot of people. But dude, I never gave up on it. I always loved Pokemon. I was always down to play a Pokemon emulator, get my hands on a, a, a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Advanced and play. I mean, I was never turning them down. They were always fun games. And it just goes, it goes deep. It goes way back, man. And everybody, I feel like everybody has something like that. Everybody's got something like that, that they, that's a part of their life that, that sparks something for them, I guess. That's, I, I don't, I don't know like a better way to put it, I guess is, is basically what I'm saying. It just, I don't know. And for me, it was, it's video games, man. <clears throat> There's, oh, I mean, like I said, I love spending time spending time with my kids. That's my favorite thing to do in the planet. I love my girls more than, you know, anything. Aside from like, you know, my wife, obviously. But the first thing that I had that got me like a connection, you know, because I was a, I was an only child. So all I had were my friends that lived in my neighborhood. And on the off chance that my friends were gone or it was a bad day to play outside. Or people were coming over to my house, or I was going to their house. We always had video games. It was always a connection, and that's a lucky thing that I've got because I was born that one of the most transitional generations. I I think that I would say kids that were born in the late '80s and early '90s were born at the most pivotal time in the history of the world because we were born during the real birth of technology as we know it. Because the internet was still young, cell phones were still young, video games were still young. Everything that is big today, everything that we, that we look at that basically the world lives and dies by was still young when we were kids. And we grew up in an ever-adapting world that watched that shit take over, man. I remember what it was like to have a house phone. More importantly, I remember what it was like to have a house phone that wasn't wireless, that was a corded house phone that you could only walk around the corner with, that you couldn't walk over the house with. I remember what it was like to have to look shit up in the phone book to be able to call people. I remember prank calling motherfuckers. I remember curfew being the streetlights. I mean... Like I I grew up at a time when we had nothing and we lived I we lived like my parents did when they were kids and then 
I finished my adolescence when we had everything. Everything in the world was at is at your fingertips right now. Was at my fingertips when I was when I was done growing up. Everything. Every piece of information that has ever existed, that has ever been written down, is on the internet. People don't know how amazing that is, man. People don't respect that. People don't understand that enough. A lot of people, again, look at it as one of those things. Ah, you stay on the computer, ah, warp, your, warp your brain, all this other you know, dumb shit. Man, I could learn more from reading shit off the computer and doing research off the computer than my grandpa has ever forgot. Like the all the information that my grandfather has learned, lost, learned again, and learned some more, I'll have all that and more. I will have forgotten. I I sort of got that phrase backwards. I will. There's so much access to what I could f- learn on the internet. I will forget more than my grandfather has ever learned. And the same thing with my dad. And my girls will be the same way with me. They'll forget more than I've ever learned about anything and everything. I'm an engineer. I don't claim to be a genius by any stretch of the imagination. I am no genius. You know, I I go to work and I, I work hard every day and I basically have to to be able to get through this shit, you know. I'm pretty quick on my feet. I'll give myself that kind of credit, but I still got to work for this shit. It don't come easy, you know what I'm saying? And, man, my girls will run circles around my ass. I know it's coming. And I'm trying to stay with it, you know what I'm saying? Just because, again, because I was born, because I grew up like that, keeping up and making the adjustments and the next best thing, the next fast step, you know, everything like that. I grew up with that. That's what I'm used to. That's all I know is how to live like that. But we just, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a, It's a strange time. And I guess, I don't know, this one little stupid thing that I had going for me just got me thinking, thinking about that stuff. And I wanted to share it with you guys because, well, it's fun because I enjoy doing it. And because a lot of people out there feel just like me with stuff like this. You may think that it's stupid or you may think you may have your interest aligning with another form of media. But you know what it feels like. At the end of the day, you know what this feels like. You know what you you know that sensation. So enjoy it. My advice to you is to find it, figure out whatever it is, and enjoy it more. You know, I'm lucky because I have my kids all the time. Because me and my wife are are together happily, and I want to be with her forever. So I'll always get to enjoy my kids until the time when they grow up and leave. I'll always get to have this with them. You know, the video games come and go, but I've always got my kids, you know? And when the videos come, they're awesome. And when they go, it's no big deal. But it's another form, and for me, it was my first form. And I just, I appreciate it a lot. I appreciate it a lot more now that than I did when I was doing it, like most things. And, you know, to end this... And this is going to be to to end this on a sad note. But to end this, one thing that I saw and I never thought about, but it's so true. 
And it's so sad and it's so true because it's it teaches you how life is just a compilation of fleeting moments that add up to just be who you are. But one day this is this is where this is where I read. One day I went home and I stayed up late and I played Xbox with my buddies. I don't know what it would have been. I don't know if it was Destiny. I don't know if it was Payday Two. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know what I played. I don't know. If, I don't know what the game was. Maybe it was Titanfall. Maybe I was playing Fallout or Skyrim again. Maybe I was. I was throwing it back with one of with one of my friends. Maybe I was playing Minecraft on the Xbox. I don't know. But one day, I signed on to Xbox Live, and I played video games with my friends. And at the end of the night, when it was like two in the morning, and I knew that I shouldn't have stayed up that late, and it was time to go, I said bye to my friends, and I turned off my Xbox, and that was the last time that I ever did that. There was a final moment for everything. And... Sometimes you got to figure out what that thing is and get that feeling back, man. And it's sad because I think about it with video games and it makes me sad thinking about that statement. But one day there's there's going to be a day and it's coming a lot faster. It's it's a lot closer than I think it is and it makes me this is probably the thing that that upsets me more about anything else in the world, man, is the passage of time. Stuff like that. Because another thing that I read that I'm just, I'm not prepared for in this life and thinking about it even makes me upset. One of my favorite things in the world, man, is to like see my girls and like I run to them and pick them up or they run to me and I pick them up. There's going to be a day, there, there will be a time when I pick up, when I pick up my girls and I put them down and I never pick them back up again. There will be a time when I pick them up and I'm like, oh, you're so big. You're getting so big. You're so heavy. I put her and I put her down. And I have all girls. Hashtag girl dad. There will be a day when I put my girls down. I pick them up one last time and I put them down and I'll never pick them up again. And that, that is the passage of time. And that is what I hate and what I'm afraid of most in this world. Don't worry, I'm not crying. I just had a stuffy nose. So, I don't know. Just something for you guys to think about. Like, seriously. Just just consider it. Think about what that thing is. Try to get it back. Do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Do it for yourself. Because I know it'll make you happy. Because it makes me happy. Whether it's the important shit like my kids or whether it's the non-important shit like video games. Just do it. Do it because it'll bring you back. It'll make you feel better. And it'll make you cherish the moment that much more. Because you'll remember what it's like to pick it back up again and get involved with it. And you'll remember that feeling again when it's time to shut it down and to walk away from it. And you'll be comforted by the fact that 
it's okay because you can do it again. Because that one thing, not like the situation like I described with my kids, but that one thing, video games for me, maybe it's something else for you, you can get that back. You can have that one back. You can get that moment again. So do it for yourself, seriously. I don't know what you're doing in life, but trust me, do it for yourself because you've at least earned that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, any comments, feedback, questions or suggestions, whatever you got for me, throw it at me. I'm willing to listen to it. I appreciate it all day, every day. You already know what it is. Peace.